If there's only one word to remember about Keltec, it's innovation. A privately owned family company, Keltec has been making one of a kind American made firearms since 1995. Driven by creativity, Keltec doesn't just copy other weapons on the market, they innovate new ones, including the new P15 9mm Striker Fire Pistol. The P15 is Keltec's first Striker Fire handgun and is the lightest and thinnest of its kind. Featuring a totally unique patent pending extended magazine, the P15 pistol's other features include fire fiber optic front sight and adjustable rear, ambidextrous safety and magazine release, as well as a gator grip texture that increases stability and makes for easy, accurate handling. The P-15 is fun on the range, but it's definitely great for serious home protection. To find out more about the P-15 9mm Striker Fire Pistol and all other Keltec weapons and products, check out keltecweapons.com. That's K-E-L-T-E-C weapons.com. Keltec, creating innovative, quality firearms to help secure your world. Keltecweapons.com. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. I'm curious. So all of these meat plants, and this goes back to September of 2021. You had the Nebraska JBS meat plant fire. The Made Right Steak Company. That was November 21st. The Bonanza Meat Company, February of this year. Taiwan uh, Grocery Logistics company Kara for out there that was on the 14th of March Rio Fresh April 1st Conway Beef and Pork a fire on the 12th of April and then there was the Kellogg's plant in Memphis the Cargill uh, Neutrina feed mill a food processing plant in San Antonio there was a, a fire Wisconsin River meets their Mauston plant Mauston plant they described that as a total loss that was on the 3rd of February there was Delhi Star Meat Plant, and uh, it was the first or the twelfth of uh, January. A potato chip plant in Oregon, Ty- a Tyson Poultry Plant in Alabama, Taylor Fresh Processing Plant, April sixteenth, and Union Pacific has been accused of throttle- throttling rail shipment of fertilizer. CF Industries being most affected apparently during prime planting season. And then CNET reported that 27 million birds have been culled over bird flu. Huh. A lot of interesting things happening to the food chain structure here, Kane. I'm yeah, not, we, we I mean, there's just this. a lot there. Yeah, we touched on this yesterday. Before anybody else did, really. And my, yeah, exactly. We were the first to bring this, and my opinion hasn't changed. I'm glad certain producers watch our show. Go ahead. Right. <laughs> but my opinion on it from yesterday is the same. I think there's something intentional behind this. I think they want you dependent on the government. Everyone says, oh, conspiracy theory this, but like I said before, what you call conspiracy theory, I call spoiler alert. Um, That's good. We just have to look at the evidence right now. And all all those plants you just mentioned, that'll happen within like a four-month period. Mm -hmm. Well, except for the Nebraska JBS meat plant. That was in September of uh, 2021 okay, so seven that the made right and there there's probably four on here that happened in 21 but the rest legit happened since the first of this year yeah and when you have the president saying there will be food shortages and then what follows is all of these things happening right in the next seven months um come on what what the hell i mean i'm not saying that there's going to be i don't know it's just weird i'm trying not to be a conspiracy theorist but at the same time i look at occam's razor these simple explanation is usually the likeliest most likely explanation 
I remember when he had said that, you know, we could have a food shortage and all of this other stuff. Now, CNBC, just to be fair, I'm going to put this counter out here. CNBC published a piece just two, uh, two days ago wherein they said that food shortages are likely to occur in the U.S. Now, their specific perspective was on Ukraine and the strain of the grain exports from that country because they have like nobody because the cost of fertilizers, everything, all that's up 30% since the start of the year. And they were looking at the grain exports in Ukraine and how they're a quarter of what they were in February. It's a direct result of the invasion. And so they were looking at uh, specifically commodities like wheat and corn. They said that they're at the highest levels in decades And Department of Agriculture had predicted that food at home prices will see an increase of up to 4% by the end of 2022. But they were saying, according to CNBC, that they don't expect food shortages to occur in the United States. They said that, well, the U.S. doesn't import very much from Ukraine. Okay, well, that's all well and good, but I'm talking about like the food processing stuff because I was looking. I'm like, okay, I want I want to be. Usually when, I, when I'm looking at certain subjects like this, I want to be disproven. And so I search the internet to try to find something that can actually disprove my working theory. Because that's what we call scientific theory, at least as it's applied somewhat loosely to journalism. And I'm, I'm simply, I want, to, I want to find a counter to my working opinion on an issue. And it was weird because all of the discussions about restrictions on meat, etc., um, everything was really on like grain and wheat and uh, nitrogen and ammonia and fertilizer and Ukraine's part in that. There wasn't really a lot of discussion as to the the processing facilities I was just telling you about and restriction of and the higher prices of meat. Because didn't he say too? I mean, didn't Obama and others? There have been Democrats that have been pushing and see, and uh, I think it was what the National Institute of Health and. CDC, weren't they all at one time or another just this past year pushing for a reduction in meat consumption, which is dumb because if God did not want us to eat animals, he very simply would not have made them of meat. Very, you know, I mean, there you go. So I don't I just I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but I still think that you need to be aware of all of that because I looked up every single one of these companies. And I looked at the dates, every single one of these companies. I was just looking at, I was looking for uh, meat processing, fire, all kinds of stuff. And just noting the date of all of these. And that's, I mean, that's quite a significant number. I mean, think about it. Just in, in February alone, you had the Bonanza Meat, um, yeah, Bonanza Meat Company. Yeah, the Wisconsin River Meats, uh, a potato chip thing, plant in Oregon. Not meat, but still, potato chips are important. And... There was another one that was in February, too. That was just in February. And then in April, you had that grocery logistics care for the Taiwanese grocery logistics. That was on the 14th of of, uh, March. You had Rio Fresh. That was April 1st. Conway Beef and Pork Fire, April 12th. Taylor Fresh, April 16th. I mean, that's kind of significant, I think. Like, what is happening? Why Why is there this... You know, and I'm sure maybe the, and maybe there could be maybe there could be a perfectly rational explanation. What, like coincidence? Yeah, maybe. But I'm not being I'm not convinced of it. But I'm 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 always I would I don't want to think that people are trying to sabotage the food chain in the United States. 
the food system. I don't want to believe that. That's why I really would like to be disproven. But at the same time, we have questions. We got questions. This is all too coincidental here. One of my questions would Uh be, are there, do we know of any time in history where a seven month period, one sector took so many losses? I can't think of any unless it's maybe rail, but I can't like in early days, I can't think of any. I mean, that's an interesting question. I haven't dug deep enough to know, but I don't, I don't see this as a, something in history where it's like, oh, this seven-month period back in 1975, we also had the same thing happen to whatever. No, I'm not seeing any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so why now? I know. Yeah, that's, I, think it's a, I think that's a legitimate question. I mean, I don't know what is happening with, because they had the, J, yeah, the, JB, the JB Slaughterhouses in Grand Island, uh, Nebraska, and that was in 2020. That was in September, thir- September 13th, 2021. And that kind of kicked off this thing. Um, so I don't know. It's just weird. There was, a, a De- there was an incident at a Decatur meat processing plant of last year in May. That was, uh, had been reported. Um, but it, there's just, it's just odd. And we started talking about this yesterday. And... I don't know. I'm just, um, I'm not, I've got questions. I've got questions. There is, this isn't an alt-right thing, which I hate that. I think people, they sit here and say that stuff and they have no idea what alt-right is. But there have been at least, I mean, what, 17, 18 of these in the last seven months. That's, I think, it's somewhat troubling. And this, the latest, uh, well, they, they, they began happen- happening later and later. There was a Tyson plant in Kansas, and then I was telling you about the JB plant. But typically, I mean, there, there are, there's some poultry issues, but typically it's beef processing. And the chains that m- are mentioned, this is like 7 to 8% of beef for uh, the United States as part of our food supply. Now, there are some that were questioning publicly as to whether or not the impact would increase the cost of meat specifically beef nationwide and a lot of speculation as to how the cattle market would respond but i don't know i mean it's just i mean there are some you know in in that happened because the first one like i said that was the jbs one in september of 21 that was huge because that place I'm trying to think it's like the seven, six, seven percent of the nation's entire beef supply, JBS plant. And so a lot of people took notice. And then within days, there were there were other fires that took place. And that's kind of been going on and on. And so it's gone from last year. It's still it's going into this year. We've had what, at least in the past month, a handful. I mean, that's kind of crazy. And so now people are, I mean, noticing because everybody's like, well, we already have a stressed supply chain. We already are looking at the increased cost of meat, our commodities, what's happening. Now, a lot of the investigations, and the JVS was one of them, um, when investigators go in and they look at the cause of fire, they usually say that there's been no criminal activity that's led to it. There's no charges that have been brought out. I know. 
All right, so you've been here before. Spring comes, and so do the big gardening ideas, and you buy plants, and you plant them, and before you know it, your dream yard is a graveyard. Luckily, FastGrowingTrees.com is here to give your yard a new life. FastGrowingTrees.com is the world's largest online nursery with expertise, care, and selection that you're not going to find anywhere else. The thing I love about FastGrowingTrees.com is their experts curate thousands of plant varieties that will thrive in your specific climate, your location, and based on your needs. Based on your zip code, they can tell you what to buy and what not to buy. It's peace of mind for everybody that they take the guesswork out of it. Plus, there's no waiting in line and no messy cars from hauling plants all over town because you order online or over the phone. With plants shipped to your door in one to two days. Plus, their growing and care advice is available 24-7. And with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, you can trust everything will be healthy for years to come. Visit fastgrowingtrees.com Dana to get 15% off your entire order. Get 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash Dana. Start your spring with fastgrowingtrees.com slash Dana. Small business owners, have you ever stressed about navigating through HR compliance? Have you ever been confused on how to handle a situation with an employee or wanted to implement a better company culture? The bad news is that one complaint against your company can turn your world upside down. The good news is that Bambi is an HR platform for small business owners to implement good HR practices. Built for businesses like yours, Bambi's HR Autopilot automates your core policies, your workplace training, and your employee feedback. And then your U.S.-based dedicated HR manager will help you navigate the more complex parts of HR and guide you to compliance, available by phone, email, or real-time chat. An in-house HR manager can cost up to $80,000 a year. But with Bambi, your dedicated HR manager starts at just $99 a month. No hidden fees, cancel anytime. Visit Bambi.com slash Dana Show today for your free HR audit. Spelled B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash Dana Show. That's Bambi.com slash Dana Show. You run your business. Let Bambi run your HR. Bambi.com slash Dana Show. In 2021, there were more than 3 million new gun owners in the United States, and now around 42% of all households in the United States have a firearm. People support the Second Amendment. For firearm enthusiasts, suppressors are a good idea when practicing at the range, indoors or outdoors. I mean, a suppressor doesn't silence your firearm, but it does help to protect your hearing, and even more so for those who like to spend a lot of time training with their firearms. My friends at Silencer Shop are the industry leader for suppressors. They're a Texas-based company, and their customer reviews are awesome. So if you're new to shooting Suppress, I want you to know that Silencer Shop has made the NFA process easy. Details are online at silencershop.com with free shipping and no transfer fees. And their suppressors start at just $365. Search Silencer Shop on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube and spend more time at the range protected with a suppressor that's right for you. See their variety and how to get yours through silencershop.com. That's silencershop.com. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. Oh my gosh, I was like really like jamming to this just tune and I almost forgot to come to the to the rest of the show. Uh, Bill Murray, a filming, filming has been halted after an inappropriate behavior ca- uh, complaint was filed against one of our favorites, Bill Murray. According to a report, our friend Jenny Cruda has this story. He was working on a film called Being Mortal. And apparently reports came out that somebody accused him of inappropriate behavior. So they it's a searchlight film. Production was suspended. Deadline Hollywood said that it had to do with a campaign, a complaint made against Murray for inappropriate behavior. And that's it. 
Um, they, Serge Light has not responded. Now, this is not the first time. Like, him and Richard Dreyfus fought all the time during What About Bob? And he got into a physical fist fight with Chevy Chase when... Oh, gosh, what was the movie? I can't remember the name of it. Oh, my gosh, the golf movie. Remember? Thank you. Oh, gosh, thank you, Steve. Yeah, Caddyshack. He got into a physical fight, which Chevy Chase is, all, is kind of a jerk, too, though. So you had two... You know, it, I just... it's. Difficult for me to see Bill Murray in that. And I'm always going to root for Bill Murray if he's going to throw a punch at Chevy Chase. Uh, but And he got into it with Har- uh, Harold Ramis and all this stuff. And uh, Richard Dreyfus said that Bill Murray was a an Irish drunken bully, is what he said. And I thought, I, this sounds kind of funny. Anyway, that's, that's he's being investigated. Uh, let's see here. I got a couple of other ones. It includes an, a Los Angeles company is accused of faking hundreds of coronavirus tests. They were handing out all these fake tests because people are going to try to scam the scam. That's how it was. So they were taken to court. Uh, you and I, we all spent $246 million getting animals high. Yep. $246 million in taxpayer money to get animals stoned. White Coat Waste, they have the project report that they publish... And this came out yesterday, or sorry, Wednesday. It highlights 10 instances of the National Institutes of Health funneling money to researchers who experiment with getting animals high or making them consume nicotine. So at Oregon Health and Science University in 2012, they gave monkey, uh, they gave monkeys uh, pot uh, or marijuana, marijuana cannabis edibles to assess the to ask, to assess the outcome of THC on reproductive health. And that cost $170 million of our taxpayer money for that experiment. I could do it for like, five, like uh, you know, a $1 million. I'll get monkeys high for a $1 million. Come on. All of the experiments are in violation of the Stevens Amendment, a provision that requires federal grant recipients from the Department of HHS to disclose certain details, White Coast White Coat Waste Project says. Now, we don't know how much of the $246 million allocated was used because the law requiring specific disclosure had not been followed. So all our money... Why do I pay six figures in taxes? Oh my gosh, there's... No, can, where can I get a giant inflatable middle finger like the rats, the giant inflatable rats that the unions use during their protests? Stick with us. More of The Dana Show coming up. You know what also doesn't meet any kind of measure, standard of measure, dudes? Modeling for Victoria's Secret. I don't like Victoria's Secrets because their bras are too padded. I mean, if you, I mean, they have some cute stuff, I guess, but I haven't gone in there in forever. But they do all kinds of stuff. They do, they do swimwear and logo shirts and loungewear, and they have announced some dude <laughs> was this guy their secret? Ta da! It's me, Darren Barnett, <laughs> the first male ambassador. I am the new face of Pink's gender-free line, and see. We are, even though we claim that we hate gender, we're going to still use the word pink and we're going to try to make it ironic. And so that artistic turn of phrase would not have any irony at all whatsoever if we were not also appealing to the femininity that is typically associated with pink. So we just totally took an L ourselves on that. So Victoria's Secret has been trying to revamp its image because I guess the, the guy who ran it was a big a whore. I don't know. I mean, he apparently was, I don't know. I don't care enough. So this guy who, I don't, his eyebrows are, I don't like manscaping. Anyway, so he's 30 and he is doing some kind of, he's going to be their new face. They 
pink is like the sub label. It's like a, a, of Victoria's Secrets, and they announced a gender neutral line. Okay, uh, and so now, are you all right? You're gonna go get you some panties over at Vicky's Secret, Kane. I I jokingly every now and then would say P A N N I E S panties, and the left is like she can't even spell or talk. I hate you people. You gonna go get you some panties over at Vicky's Secret? You gonna go open that pink store? Go in the Vicky Secret, get you some panties, Kane, because they have male panties, men's panties over there. <laughs> so he's promoting their gender-free collection. I don't even know what that means. What does that mean? Well, it can be worn by a man or a woman. Okay, can't men or women wear most anything anyway? I don't get it. So they had poor sales. They shut 20 of their stores. And their company, L Brands, they're not doing their Victoria's Secret show anymore. The Victoria's Secret show was all about... Like, manufactured in CCP land, stiff lace and unbreathable satin. That's a very unforgiving fabric. I mean, I'm just saying. So, they decided that they were going to promote neutral underwear. And they're going to show size diversity. Kane, I'm really on the ledge with that one right there. And they said that it was too little too late. You're just trying to play catch up. Yes, so I love the ideology of the left. Like, how dare you not be exactly what we want? And then when you try, you're too little too late because we don't allow for redemption or reconciliation. That's them. Anyway, so the Victoria's Secret executive, Ed Razik, he was accused of sexually harassing, I guess, some of the models. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. And he said that everything was untrue and taken out of context. I don't know. Is it still not a hip, because is it not a hip place for everybody to get their panties? I don't know. I just, I don't like the idea of panties in a bin, and you got to go and dig out your size. It's just kind of weird, you know, <laughs> just like the communion panty bin. I don't like it. I don't like that. The communal panty bin. Everybody go get your panties. Go dig through the bin. The bin. Go find them. Yeah, I'm not, not so much. So, they said that they've been trying to stay relevant in recent years. I think because people are going more for comfort. And I don't know. Like, I looked at Victoria's Can I just be real? I looked at some other stuff. And I'm like, y'all tacky as hell. This tacky. Like, nobody's going to... If you're trying to be comfortable at night, no one's going to wear... I'm not wearing shiny in sequins. And have you seen the lingerie? What's with, like, the feathers and the floof? No. That's just... I'm not going to go any further. But no. <sighs> anyway. I don't care if they do it. But that's the thing. I don't care if they, I, if people like that. Yeah, go get it. Girl, if you love all that shiny stuff, you go get you some shiny lingerie. You go get it. You go get you some panties out of the bin. Go and get it. It's America. But now they got a guy there. I ain't going to listen to no man on leisure wear or on underwear. I am not listening to a dude. Not going to happen. And they said that um, they're mad because he said that the brand, the show was supposed to be a fantasy show, the Victoria's Secret show, and he was not going to cast plus size or transsexual models. And he got, that's really why they ran him out. They decided to add the, you were sexually harassing people. They tacked that on at the end. They got mad because he wasn't going to hire fat chicks and he wasn't going to hire trans. That's why. Let's be real. Let's just say it. People would watch, I never watched it. I've never watched one of those shows. It's, isn't it all the same anyway? It's just like a variation on bras and panties. And they got wings on them. Woo! I just, 
But I just think it's they they were mad because he wouldn't that I guess that guy. I don't know. Maybe he was a total jerk. I don't know. But can I just say that I don't know anyone like if you're seriously bra shopping, I don't know. Guys, I'm sorry. This is going to be TMI for you and I don't care. Ladies, lean in. Y'all know that if you were seriously going to go and buy you a brassiere, like you were serious about it, like you were going to go get a workout bra because you're going to lift or you're going to run or you wanted like a serious push up or something like that, you're not going to go in Vicky's Secret. No, you're, you're going to go and get you a Wacol at Nordstrom or you're going to go, you know, like a Macy's and get you something that's like right set up on a hanger in a discreet part of the store, not behind the panty bin where in front of that is the floofy angel wing thing. Let's just be real. And it doesn't have... I mean, some of these things have more padding than my dog's orthopedic bed. I got to be honest. It's <laughs> Did Mike Lindell get the guts of the MyPillow from the padding at Vicky's Secret Bras? I'm just curious because like you, it would add 5,000 sizes. That's great if you are part of the IBTC, but shut up. It has to be said, if you are on that committee, then that may be great and no, no shade. But I'm just saying, I just, I don't see why everyone, I don't see why they feel like they have to have a dude. Women can't have a single damn thing, can we? We can't have a single thing. Not one thing. That's Victoria's Secret. It's balls. That's (laughs) secret. <laughs> All right, so you gotta get Friday. I don't care. I don't care. Half of you are probably sitting by a pool. I don't care. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> it's time for Florida Man. So, ladies and gentlemen, have y'all heard? If you're in Florida and Marion County, particularly, have y'all heard of dill pickle? Because Kane, turn me up. Here's Dill Pickle. This is this. He ran from the cops. It's his name, or it's at least that's what he is known as. Listen. Pickle was added again, or so the Marion County Sheriff say about the most recent arrest of a convicted criminal. Deputies attempted to pull over a pickup truck driven by Dylan V. Dill the Pickle. Florida man was nicknamed Dill Pickle by authorities during his previous run-ins with the law. Dill Pickle's truck hit the front of one of the sheriff's vehicles. It just ran, Kilo. Stand by. And a chase along Florida dirt roads ensued. The two human officers and the canine named Jax caught yeah. up with him. You're under arrest! Get out of the Do it now! Don't you look back at me! Keep walking backwards! They got Dill Pickle. They got him. It was all caught on video, too. Man, that is like some crazy. This dude had a trailer. He had a trailer on. A trailer. And he was he was just going through those dirt roads. 40-year-old Dill Pickle. He lost control of his vehicle. And he crashed up into a tree. Deputies later caught up with him and threatened to release their canine. They were like, F-A-F-O. And Dill Pickle said, let's F-O. And so they let go Jax, their canine deputy, who helped them apprehend Dill Pickle. So he has a long rap sheet. The first time they arrested Mr. Pickle was was in 2017 after he was captured crashing into a detective's vehicle. Then again last year for a similar incident. And then here's the cherry on top. They asked Mr. Pickle, why did you run? And his direct quote was, I didn't know you were real cops. 
And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the story of Dill Pickle. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.